Hello, gorgeous souls, my beautiful friends. I'm your host, The Sensible Hippie, and I'm so excited to be recording another podcast. Well, today, I wanted to record an episode on the magic of uncertainty. I'm sure we all know the harsh clutches of uncertainty all too well. Maybe you can relate when I say that some of you have resisted relationships because loving someone could lead to marriage and then divorce. Maybe you resist starting a business because one out of five U.S. businesses fail within the first year. Maybe you refuse to quit your job because it was the only way you thought you could succeed. Maybe you allowed yourself to fall in love only when you're certain that your partner loved you more and would stay. Maybe you stay in a relationship even though it's breaking your spirit in every way. You remain there for fear of what leaving will bring. Maybe you fear you may not find another to care for you and having a warm body is better than having no one. The uncertainty about whether or not you survive that decision and be happier for it keeps you there. Or maybe you ruin relationships because you're afraid of love intimacy, and friendship. Unfortunately, those situations are not unusual, but the key for magic to happen is to move forward in uncertainty. There are many amazing things that happen and you didn't know why or how. You have to get uncomfortable because the best is yet to come. Except that at the root of uncertainty is a fear of failure. We're not afraid that we don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. We're afraid of what happens tomorrow will be so painful that we won't survive it. We have already created the worst case scenario in our minds and the likelihood of it becoming reality is what really keeps us bound, not uncertainty itself. Understand that failure is a natural part of life and embracing uncertainty is the key to defeating failure. Everybody fails and failure holds the best opportunity for growth. When we succeed without experiencing failure, our account is narrow. A person who can speak to both failure and success has much more texture in life and can help others navigate both waters. Embrace the idea that nothing is completely within control. We go into the world daily ignoring the many risks. When we step out that door, we take an enormous leap of faith. We assume that we will get to our destination safely. We hope that no one decides to harm us. We assume 
that we are healthy and nothing's going to happen to us. Forgetting that nothing is guaranteed. It is just as likely that your business will succeed as it is that it would fail. Life is about taking risks and without uncertainty, surprises would not exist. Be willing to open up to the universe. When we release our expectation of what should happen to us, we allow the universe to deliver in ways far beyond our wildest dreams. By dwelling in uncertainty, we limit that space which the universe has to work. Make the best use of what is in your power and take the rest as it happens. This quote is by Epinetius and it's an excellent piece of advice. It provides a clear path through uncertainty, taking one step at a time. Sometimes we look at the first step as insufficient, but all you need is that one step. Once you take that step, the next step becomes easier and so on. Approaching the unknown with openness breeds a multiplicity of experiences that strengthens our resolve and helps us to grow. We learn our best lessons when we relinquish control. As a general rule, we don't like uncertainty. We want to know what's going to happen so we can plan. We want to be prepared for whatever might unfold. And uncertainty takes that away from us. Have you folks heard of Will Smith's interview? He talks about facing your fears. He said he recommends you take a daily confrontation with your fear. He said the thing with fear is that it lies. He gave his experience with skydiving and how he had anxiety for days leading up to his jump. He said that he was instructed to stand with his toes over the edge of the opening of the plane and he was to jump on the count of three. The instructor counted one, two, and he pushes on two because people will grab on the side of the plane on three. He said that after the initial gasp, it took one second, one second to realize that he was in the most blissful experience of his life. He said he was flying. There was zero fear. The point of maximum danger is the point of minimum fear. It's bliss. The lesson for him was, why was, it, why was I such in fear the night before? He was in fear during breakfast. It ruined his breakfast during the drive to the plane. And he said it was all for nothing because it wasn't until he stood at the edge of the plane and that's when fear should have kicked in. And that lasted for a second. And when he thought he should have been terrified, it was the best experience of his life. 
The best things in life, he said, are on the other side of that terror and that fear. And that maximum fear is the best thing in life. That's a wonderful experience that he gave. Wonderful experience and so true. So you need to take your worst case scenario and dissect it. Ask yourself, what if? What if is a powerful question. It primes us for the possibilities and allows us to examine the consistency of our reality. So what if you did quit your job and you had no money? Would you be forced to use your hidden talents? Would you face your fear by asking for favors? Or maybe start that business that you wanted to do? What if? What if you left that relationship? And what if you didn't find someone right away? Would you sit with yourself, getting to know yourself? The self that you forgot when you were in that relationship? Is that the worst thing that could happen? You need to ask yourself, what if? And keep moving forward. Nothing beats uncertainty like facing your fears. Moving forward brings you face to face with risk, but also hope. Your life is not the same as it was last year, nor will it be the same next or tomorrow. When you make an intentional choice to embrace uncertainty, you take back your power. Not only will you be at peace with what may come, you will also have released your attachment to things going exactly planned. So guys, just remember, you're not alone. So thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode. I will see you guys on the other side. Okay, folks, for those of us who are a little bit into the woo-woo, are not afraid of it, then you can please move forward and listen on. There are other ways that you can help yourself to overcome fear and maybe give you that little bit of nudge. There are things like crystals, herbs, essential oils. So I'm gonna name a few or a couple in each category because there are so many to name, I can't name them all. I'm just gonna give you a, a, a few. So, for your crystals, red jasper works amazing. So red jasper is an excellent stone for releasing fear and anxiety. It can help with restoring courage by helping you to bring back optimism and hope. It's called the stone of transformation. Red Jasper will take that energy that fuels your fear and it will then use it to give you a boost of confidence. Black Obsidian is also known as a deep soul cleanser. 
It's a protective stone that heals you from deep within, getting to the root of your fear. It's also best known to keep you in the clear when it comes to negative emotion and negative energy. So no matter if this energy, this negative energy is coming from within you or from external, the obsidian will help you to work through that. It's gonna throw its cloak and protect you, ensuring that you're not gonna get dragged down. It's a really good companion stone and it also helps you feel very safe and grounded. Rhodonite, otherwise known as the Stone of Compassion. It's a very powerful stone that helps reduce and suppress anxiety. It will also help you to release things that no longer serves you. Rhodonite can also clear away any emotional wounds, scars from your past, and it will help you to nurture love. I like to use crystals either as a jewelry, a necklace, bracelet, earring, rings. If you don't like those things, you can keep the stone itself in your pocket. You can keep it beside your bed, but I like to keep it on myself, on my person in some sort of way. And at nights, I like to get a shower with it to release all that negative energy and to basically wash it down the drain. So additional tools you can use is essential oils. And um, either you can put it on yourself or you can diffuse them. You can massage it into your skin. You can add it into your bath. Um, but don't forget that essential oils are very, very potent. You should always, always dilute it before applying it directly to your skin. Some of my favorite ones, again, there's so many. So a couple that I chose to talk about today is sage, the Clarity Sage essential oil. So that really can help with uh, your mood and balancing it. It can help with combating negative thoughts. And it can help ease tension in your mind, in your body, and it can help onset of depression, kind of pushing it aside a little. It can also help clear your mind so it can help you to focus better. Giving you a boost to your creativity. It also helps if you put it directly on your skin. It can also help your skin by soothing the um, excessive dryness of your skin. It can help to reduce acne and irritation. It can help tighten your pores and improve the texture and the firmness of your skin. But then again, like I said, please, you must, must put or use it in another carrier oil, whether you want to use coconut oil, avocado oil, jojoba oil. There's so many different oils that you can use and you only need a few drops. I like to also put it on my decollete. That way you're breathing it and smelling it and that's gonna help you to have that relaxing and calm feeling. Sandalwood, that's another very emotionally grounding, warm, earthy essential oils. It can also combat negative thoughts and feelings and it can help with a spiritual balance and mental well-being. 
It's also an aphrodisiac, ladies. It can help you to improve any kind of intimate connections or maybe encourage that feeling of comfort and sensuality. So you can use it topically. Again, don't forget to use it with some kind of carrier oil. It can help to moisturize. It helps to brighten and tighten your skin. It can also promote healthy and smooth looking hair when you rub it into your scalp. Uh, don't forget, again, you must use that with the carrier oil. If you like to diffuse it, what you can do is put a little bit of uh, Clarity Sage, Chamomile, and maybe Vetiver inside your diffuser. So just a few drops each, and you can put that in some water, and you can diffuse that in your air, and that also helps with anxiety and fear and to help you to move forward. Now, I also like to burn herbs. I like to place them in my cauldron and I use one of those coal discs and I like to burn that um, and cleanse. I cleanse the air with sage. But some of the things that you can use for protection is rosemary. You can use rosemary either in your protection spells or your rituals. Rosemary is going to help you to remove that feeling of anxiety. It's a great way to cleanse and to purify your, your auric field, especially if you're exposing yourself to some chaotic energy. It's a gr this is a great way to kind of um, calm it down. You can use, if you don't like to burn herbs like I do, you can also use them in bundles or bags. You can put them under your pillow and that's gonna help to ward off some unwanted energy and maybe some nightmares. You can rub the uh, rosemary essential oils in your hands and place them on the back of your neck and your wrist and your temples. Make sure you use a little bit of carrier oil too so you don't burn your skin because sometimes essential oils can burn your skin. But I personally love to burn my herbs. Sometimes if it's not in a bundle itself, you know, I like to have it um, break it up into little pieces and I put it on my, on my disc in my cauldron. Yes, and it's very energetic. It cleanses the air, kind of really helps you to get you in that mood Another good one um, is mint. Now you can either burn mint or you can put it in your tea. It's great for healing. Um, it's protection, uh, especially if you're going to protect a sacred space or your circle, you know, keeping out any kind of unwanted energy. Mints repel and protect you. Um, it's great in your pillows. It will help protect you against your nightmares and it helps to envision your future. You can use it as a protective charm, like um, in a bag, you know, carry that inside your purse or your pocket or leave it in your car, a witch's bottle, which also can help draw wealth and love and keeping out all the nasty vibes. So those are some ways that you could use gemstones and essential oils and herbs to help you to get through this 
uncertainty in your life and kind of push you towards where you need to be, just remember that life will always, always have duality of things. You've got your good and your evil, your hard, soft, hot, cold, death, rebirth. So protection magic, it's, it's not about just like keeping all the bad things from happening to you for the rest of your life. It, it's not that easy. You can't assume that putting a pile of salt outside of your door is going to keep away all the illnesses and hardship away. However, protection magic can help you to maybe surf through that vibration that that life throws you. Maybe surf through it a little bit more easy. It can help guide you to the right energy, push away all the other negative energy. So it can help you to work more with the, with the positive and that good energy to, to get what you need to get done. Just know that protection magic cannot keep all the bad things from happening but it can do a lot of things it can do a, a lot of amazing things so just keep that in mind don't just do one thing do do everything do what you need to do to get moving forward so i like to do all that and this to push to move forward so I want to thank you guys for listening again, and I will see you on the other side. <laughs>